At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Happy to be with you. Good show lined up for you today. The AFC North. We had the AFC East yesterday. We're going to put a bow on the AFC East in a few moments with Drew Dinsick. And then Jason Weingarten will be with us at the top of the second hour today as well. So we have a lot of, a lot of good things going on this morning. But now uh, let, let, let's dive right in. We'll get our guy Drew Dinsick on with us. Of course, NBC Sports Edge, uh, the Deep Dive podcast as well. Drew, how are you doing this morning? I'm well. Good morning to you, Jeff. Uh, really uh, doing a great job uh, as the uh, the guest host, by the way. I've been enjoying the show, so good job by you. I, I appreciate it, Drew. Always always appreciate you uh, with with the kind words. Uh, Jason uh, said the same thing last week, so it's good that good that I'm getting the respect of people that are smarter than me, Drew. That's always always a good thing. I love it, man. Well, uh, you know, you you uh, you got honestly. You're not even really getting the right credit because it's tough to do content this time of year. <laughs> this is about, uh, you know, you want a, you want an easy week. You know, drop you to the middle of an NFL season as you're winding down college football. Like you could fill content without even really lifting lifting a finger. This time, this time of year, uh, it is a heavier lift, and so uh, good job by you. Well, appreciate it, Drew. Always love it. Uh, always love having you on as well. Uh, but Drew, you, you last week we timed it perfectly. You came on NFC North Day, had the all NFC North uh, put together. And, and Drew, I want to put a bow on a discussion we had on yesterday's show, and that was the AFC East, where it's clearly Buffalo and then everybody else. Uh, Drew, I was a little bit surprised to see Buffalo sub $2 in this division in some spots. They really feel like they should be closer to $3 because even though Miami's improved, it's still two at quarterback. New England's roster looks looks like a roster that Belichick put together saying, you know what, I'm a better coach than all of you. I'm going to win with this roster. And then the Jets are still a year away from realistically competing. Is that how that lined up for you as well? Yeah, well, without question. But I think when you, when you try to come up with a fair price for the division overall, um, it's not an easy task because it's not obvious to me that the Buffalo bills are going to give you full throttle out of the gate, wire to wire type of effort, just given the fact that we're in a world where we're talking about 17 game season and this team clearly has Super Bowl aspirations, which means even if they are playing well in the back of their head, keeping their guys healthy is going to be an extremely important aspect of their overall arc for the season. So there is, you know, there is a world where uh, the Bills, who are clearly the most talented roster in this division by margin, 
and actually the most talented roster, in my opinion, in the NFL uh, with a little margin. Um, I think even in that world, uh, you know, there is a realistic chance that you get some games where they're not giving you their best you know, their best plays. They're running, you know, some test stuff. They're trying some new things out. They're trying to get some of their younger guys reps. Um, and in those, you know, in those games, you could see some uh, surprise losses, particularly in the earlier part of the season. I think this Bills team uh, suffered last year from not having home games, you know, not having the playoffs go through Orchard Park. Uh, and so surely there should be some priority in terms of the way they're looking at this season and trying to get the one seed in the AFC. But if it comes at the risk of putting Josh Allen, Stefan Diggs, or any of your other kind of tier one important pieces at risk from injury or over usage in the regular season, then I think the bills are going to pull their punches a little bit, uh, which could open the door for some of these challenging upcoming teams with uh, you know, also talented rosters, but just a little bit of questions at the quarterback position for different reasons. And, um, you know, I think by, by, num- by my numbers, the Bills are the top power rated team in the NFL um, and they stand alone uh, and they should be the Super Bowl favorites just on the basis of, you know, what Josh Allen brings to the table is sort of the uh, quintessential uh, set of skills for succeeding in the playoffs. Uh, which matters, you know, because you can have good regular season quarterbacks, but if you don't have a guy that can elevate your team in, you know, in the clutch moments against a team of equal strength, if you don't have a guy that can do it in cold weather, uh, if you don't have a guy that can go on the road and give you, you know, what we saw from Josh Allen against the Chiefs last year, uh, then you're not beating the Chiefs, frankly. And, you know, even the Bills themselves have now failed two two times in a row, but they are obviously getting closer. And I think realistically, um, you know, if the Bills, if everything goes as expected with this Bills team in terms of health and in terms of just their overall strength. They should be your one seed in the AFC and they should uh, be your presumptive Super Bowl favorite. So uh, I think the market is about right on this team. Uh, I get your point that it's, you know, you probably could come up with a higher win probability for them for the AFC East than is currently implied, but just the uncertainty about how they will treat their regular season, uh, I think keeps me off of that bet. Uh, And I think as I look at their schedule, uh, you know, I'm cautious. I'm like quietly optimistic that maybe they do treat the first four or five games of the season as sort of an extended preseason. Uh, and if either the Patriots or the Dolphins put together sustained winning out of the gate, uh, you may be able to get an even better entry point on the Bills to win this division. So uh, that's generally how I'm attacking the division overall. But uh, Patriots and the Dolphins are fun to talk about, man. These are two of the more fun previews we've done just because. Um, you know, they clearly have upside. They clearly have uh, potential. It's just a matter of will it work with the quarterbacks that they have on the roster. Um, and, uh, you know, in both of those questions, uh, you know, you can kind of plant your flag one way or the other this year uh, and find some pretty lucrative ways to make uh, make money on your opinion. So um, the AFC East is going to be a lot more fun this year than it usually is. Uh, and I think uh, Patriots and Dolphins are the key reasons why. Well, Drew, uh, pick whichever team you want to go for first because it seems like they're in pretty much the same boat for you here. What are ways that you're looking to bet either Miami or New England going into this year? So the Patriots, I think, are – they should probably be the number two power rank team here over the dolphins. I think that uh, in general, there's a little bit more um, of a, of a higher floor 
with this team just because of the coaching staff that they have in place there. Uh, if things are not going right for the Patriots, if if the offensive coordinator situation does not pan out, and you know, don't get me wrong, like that is a a concern. That is a red flag. Really, in t- the entire way that the team and Belichick in general have treated the development of Mac Jones is a red flag. Um, you know, fact that a guy like McDaniels, who was the heir apparent to Belichick, walked away from this team to, you know, to to try his hat with the Raiders in Vegas is uh, a little bit of a concern. And I think, um, you know, the fact that the Patriots weren't more aggressive in going out and getting a wide receiver one to pair with their young quarterback on a cost control uh, deal is a red flag for me. And, uh, you know, Belichick came out today and he's been doing press all morning, trying to basically, I believe, put out the fire. He can tell that there's a little bit of, um, you know, there's a, th- this concern that I'm speaking to, I think is well felt among the, uh, the press and the, you know, the talk radio and the fans in Boston, uh, where, you know, there was, a crisis of confidence at the end of last season around Mac Jones and what started as such an unbelievably promising rookie campaign for him uh, really fell apart down the stretch. And, you know, you're left with a pretty bad taste in your mouth. If you think of, uh, you know, how he played in the Indianapolis game and how he played in the the playoff game. And I think, um, you know, there, you know, uh, Belichick very aggressive today, trying to uh, kind of put out those flames and really talk up Jones and how much development he's done this off season. But uh, I've, I, you know, I call uh, BS on that right away, just on the basis of, you know, you lose a, 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 a true kind of rocking your foundation and McDaniels as your offensive coordinator. And you replace them with this mishmash of, uh, you know, Matt Patricia and Joe judge is, that's, that's not how you, you know, that's not how you sustain success in this league from what I could tell you. So, um, you know, I think, uh, you know, certainly the, a little bit of cold water on the Patriots offense and Mac Jones development in year two is warranted. Um, and then, you know, maybe I'm thinking long arc and hopeful that we get a buy low f- spot for him for year three, if the Patriots can invest a little bit more in the wide receiver position around him. So um, I'm a little uh, cool on the Patriots relative to market in terms of making the playoffs. But at the same time, uh, I do agree. They have a higher floor than the dolphins just because of the coaching staff um, dolphins and Tua. That is a total, that is a total, total guessing game. No, they have put together a set of pieces on the offense here that in a vacuum should work. Mm-hmm. Ty- Tyreek Hill is elite in terms of skill making, uh, you know, skill position players in the NFL right now. Jalen Waddle is a humongous uh, potential with, uh, you know, a set of skills that are going to be difficult if he's your wide receiver too, uh, in your defense trying to figure out this team. Um, but Mike McDaniel is a complete unknown in terms of the system he's going to ultimately bring in and utilize these guys in. And while, uh, you know, every time you kind of put two and two together between coach, skill position player and potential system here, you know, oh, okay, coach and quarterback, I can see this working, but not really with the pieces you have in the passing game. Uh, you know, quarterback and skill position, but I can see this working, but not really with this coach. And, you know, coach and skill position player, I can see this working, but I'm not, not really sold with this quarterback. And so, um, you know, there certainly is potential with this Dolphins in the offense. And Tua, in general, um, you know, kind of fits a mold of, a uh, Jared Goff type quarterback who's, uh, you know, he, he's very, very you know, 
capable of throwing accurate passes down the field on target percentages out of this world elite. Um, but uh, he's really not going to, uh, you know, take the top off the defense and, and really be the distinguishing factor. So I'm cool on both the Patriots and the Dolphins potentially make the playoffs. There's one point in there with Miami I made yesterday, Drew. We don't know what McDaniel is at all. We have no yeah. clue. And it feels like people have crowned him, even though he didn't even call the plays in San Francisco last year. Drew Dinsick going to stick around. NFL Awards Talk next on a numbers game. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant, just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. Gil Alexander on VSIN, the sports betting network. It's time to download Nevada's premier sports betting app, BetMGM Sports. BetMGM is all your favorite wagering options, along with in game betting, boosted out specials, and plenty more. Download the BetMGM app today and stop by any MGM casino on the strip with your state issued ID to open an account and start placing wagers from anywhere in the state of Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM's state-of-the-art technology, fan-friendly specials that are available every single day of the week. So visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. You must be 21 or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. This is a numbers game here on Visa, and I'm Jeff Parles. Drew Dinsick back with us in a second. Just want to say real quick to uh, – to everyone listening out there. It actually rained here in Las Vegas yesterday, which, Brian, I'll just say this real quick. It was actually really nice. <laughs> which, it, was, it was fantastic. <laughs> it was fantastic. Uh, we needed it badly. And there's actually water in Lake Mead again, which is actually not a bad thing. Oh, yeah, 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 uh, definitely. Yeah. The thing was, when it came down, it was on the, the river side. So, yes. really, it didn't really go into Lake Mead. Ah, well, you know what? At least Arizona and California gets Colorado, Colorado River needs it, too. And so, regardless of however you slice it. But it's it weird. Actually, rained here. It was a good thing. Drew, Drew, uh, Drew have, you, have you seen rain any time uh, in, the, in the recent past? Oh, no. <laughs> we got it. We got it. We got, uh, we got full on drought going on out yeah. here. It's been uh, a dry one, but we've had, uh, I can't complain. People around the country are experiencing extreme heat right now and we have been blessed. So I can't really, uh, can't really complain. Yeah. No, no, where, where, where you are has consistently the best weather <laughs> in the country at this point. Uh, I was in Missouri over the weekend and I think I found a place that actually felt hotter than Vegas, which was kind of, uh, <laughs> kind of uh, an upset in its own right. 103 basically with humidity the whole time. 
uh, while Good being Lord. in middle America. Uh, Drew, uh, Drew, before we before I, I just want to piggyback on one point you made uh, about Miami that kind of had to rush through at the end. I really do think we are some people are getting too far out in front of themselves on McDaniel in Miami. And, and we really don't know. That's the biggest thing. Like on paper, looking at their schedule. Yeah. Under nine, under eight and a half makes sense to me. But if McDaniel ends up being what a lot of people think he's going to be and Tua improves and Oh, by the way, you have arguably one of the, one of the three best one, two wide receiver punches in the NFL now in Hill and Waddle. Then yeah, they're going to go over their win total. But that's the of all the teams in the in the AFC period, other than Cleveland, that has a different set of issues that we'll get to later. Miami feels like the hardest handicap to me. Yeah, that is completely fair. And McDaniel is the entire handicap in my mind. I don't know that you're because you can say, well, Tua could make a leap or Tua could be terrible. No, I think we know exactly what Tua is. He's going to be accurate. He's going to be fine. He's not going to make mistakes, but he'll, uh, he'll ultimately like he has a a relatively low ceiling. He's not going to be a top 10 QB uh, even with all these weapons, but McDaniel is the wild card. And I think if you look back at sort of the history of, you know, coaches that came out of the Shanahan mold or came out from on his tree. It has not been uh, immediate land and uh, land on your feet and take a team from, uh, you know, contention or, you know, from fringe to contention. Um, and even Shanahan himself, who was clearly ready for the responsibility of a head coach had struggles out of the gate, moving from Atlanta to San Francisco. So um, expecting McDaniel to pick it up on the fly and be kind of the wonderkind in year one, having not even ever called plays, as you mentioned is, uh, you know, is very fair in my mind. And um, you know, and in, in general um, you know, the degree to which the, genius with the Shanahan system extends beyond himself to anyone else in that, uh, in that tree, I think is a fair question. I mean, uh, LaFleur left last year to, uh, be the offensive coordinator for the jets and that went poorly. Um, you know, who's to say that, uh, that there isn't real deal growing pains with this offense in year one, uh, particularly considering, uh, you know, what you're working with in terms of talent at the quarterback position, as well as, uh, you know, some limitations elsewhere on that offensive roster. So, um, I full agree with you. McDaniel's McDaniel is being, uh, uh, treated as, uh, sort of the, uh, the answer before we have ever even really seen him, uh, you know, take the test. Drew, uh, just uh, flipping to awards here because uh, last week we kind of talked about Dan Campbell and the coach of the year uh, market, and then Campbell is now actually the betting favorite in some spots. But, Drew, just just looking at at, at the awards markets, and I'll leave this uh, to wherever you want to go here. Sure. It's always fun to pick off some big numbers right now that you don't think will exist for very long once the season starts. What are some numbers that you're either looking to pick off or you've already picked off? Okay. So in my mind, there are sort of three waves of betting the NFL in the off season. Um, you have a wave that comes after you see, you know, the, after the draft is over, after win totals pop, um, you have your first opportunity to get down before you see major moves in the win total market. And the major moves in the win total market are usually predicated by 
you know, either Pythag over or underachievement the pre the preceding season, right? Or and or just a slam dunk free agency move, a slam dunk draft. Like those are generally what move some of the win total numbers um, around that time of year. And so I tend to kind of make my own numbers and go through and see, okay, which teams am I higher on the market, blah, blah, blah. And then I'll make a kind of a, a qualitative assessment. Is the market going to, you know, take, you know, go, is the market going to push this uh, total? Do I need to act now? Uh, and you know, a good example is a team like the lions from last year where you had, you know, they had, they underachieved their Pythag. They were a team that, you know, had a could, you know, perceived to have had a, uh, two good drafts in a row. Um, and so you kind of could have predicted even before you saw any market movement that that was going to be a team that took some, uh, you know, some, some bets to the good. Um, and so you needed to be a little bit early on that. Cause if you're sitting here now and deciding, Oh, I really like this lions team. Well, I got bad news for you. You know, you missed the best of the win total by like 80 cents. Sorry. Um, you know, so I think realistically there's a wave one when, you know, you have to react based on off season and you know, what we saw last year in the preseason early in the cycle. This next wave where you have to act basically this week kind of contend is contingent upon beating the big stories from training camp, right? Training camp starts this week. You're going to get some narrative, um, you know, some narrative uh, uh, talking points will get absolutely beaten into the ground. Um, and it will absolutely influence price in some of the awards markets and some of the futures markets. And the two that I think are worth paying the most attention to right now. And again, like in some in some places, the number has already moved a decent amount. But I think there is going to be more uh, positive reaction to these two storylines. And the first is the Jaguars as a team. Um, I think you are going to have kind of a pretty overwhelming wave of both national media and local media just talking about how training camp feels like a professional operation this year, right? There's just going to be a general kind of positive feeling about, well, this is, this is like an actual NFL team now relative to what we saw last year. And, you know, we're asking questions about the third, you know, the third tier of the depth chart, not like some of the other ancillary stuff that was going on uh, during the urban Meyer regime. And so I think realistically the Jaguars as a team are going to continue to be kind of, uh, you know, getting some positive um, momentum up the chart here. Uh, That is also kind of, you know, it's, it's, that's, uh, paired with the fact that I think people are very cool on the Titans. I don't think the Texans are uh, going to generate much of positive buzz at all, but the Jaguars, I do think are going to be kind of a buzzy team throughout the preseason cycle, just based on Peterson running, a, you know, running a, a, a bona fide operation down there. And so I think that number is going to continue to come in. Um, and I think, uh, you know, even though it is an insane long shot, I think they're bettable for the Super Bowl and the AFC just based on price. Like 150 to one for the Super Bowl is kind of insane for, uh, you know, a Jaguars team that has the number one overall pick at quarterback last year and has a, a coach that has won a Super Bowl. So it's uh, it's not, you know, the the most obvious best edge in the board. But I think uh, by the time we get to um, kickoff, I would expect that Jags Super Bowl number to be under 100 to one. Uh, and so I got involved in that in the in the 150 to one range for Super Bowl and in the 80 to one range for the AFC. Um, similar type of discussion and buzz I'm expecting to emerge around Trey Lance in San Francisco. 
Uh, I think it's pretty obvious outside of Trey Lance, the San Francisco roster is Super Bowl ready. I don't think anyone disagrees that this is a team that's, you know, is rostered to to um, take that next step. And I think there's going to be a lot of positive buzz about how Trey Lance looks with this offense now that he's gotten a full off season of, you know, reps as the QB one here. I don't know if it will work. I just know that if it does work, he is going to be in the discussion for MVP, period. And there are only about 15 guys that I think really make the case for MVP. But Trey Lance is absolutely in there, considering the fact that the San Francisco 49ers are you know, realistic hope, hopefuls uh, to get the one seed in the NFC. Um, and I don't expect them to ultimately contend for a Super Bowl because first year quarterback doing that would absolutely blow me away. Uh, but can he repeat the success that Lamar Jackson had in his year two? Absolutely. I think that is possible. And the precedent is there now for young quarterbacks winning this MVP award. So 50 to one for Trey Lance is worth putting in your pocket now before the buzz gets really serious. The Jags and Trey Lance directions. I didn't expect Drew to go, but there he went this morning. Drew, thank you as always for joining us. Coming up next, we're going to the defending AFC champions. A numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN, the sports betting network. The VSIN football betting guides are coming soon, and there's no better way to prepare for the college and pro football seasons. Our experts provide profiles of every team with advanced stats and power ratings. Pause. Best bets on the season, win totals, division finishes, and player awards. So reserve your copy of both football betting guides. That's the college and pro football betting guides today. And get access to everything we offer for the entire football season with Visa All Access. That's a Visa All Access subscription to be exact. Make this football season your best ever. Subscribe now. VEASAN.com slash subscribe. I'm going to tell you, we do a lot of great things at this network. I think our college football betting guide is the best thing we do. And the pro football betting guide is just right behind that. Always tremendous job, humans and company, to do a, a, a tremendous job on, on these guides. Make sure you get it, get them when they're available. Uh, take advantage of it now. Like Get on get on that deal. Beeson.com slash subscribe. I'm Jeff Pars. Brian Ortega is here as well. Uh, Matt, Rob Moreno, Jeff Jens. Our crew today, always a big thanks to them. Matt Hicks, of course, our technical director. Uh, Ortega smiling because he's almost like, oh, Jeff forgot Matt's last name. No, I didn't. Don't worry. Uh, I, I know Matt's last name, thankfully. Uh, I still don't know Dakota's last name, who's on our crew as well. But I know he has two last names, so that, that's all I can tell you there. But he's Brian. Like, he's like Seal. <laughs> <laughs> Not the way I expected you to play that there. Uh, let's go to the AFC North. Uh it is AFC North Day, the remainder of the show, other than when we talk to our guy Jason Weingarten at the top of the next hour. Of course, the Cincinnati Bengals win the division last year and parlay that into a very surprising Super Bowl appearance and yeah, damn near won the whole thing, losing, uh, losing in the Super Bowl to the Los Angeles Rams in the end uh, by three. Covering the number, though, a rare Super Bowl loser that actually covers in recent times, uh, Rams, of course, 23-20 final for the big game a year ago. And, and you know, they're, they're, these divisional odds have been the most interesting to follow over the last few months when they got posted right out uh, about March when these all got posted. The Baltimore Ravens, as of today, and we'll get to the Ravens later, the Ravens sit as the betting favorites at BetMGM, plus 150. 
The Bengals, the defending division and conference champions, plus 185. Three to one on Cleveland, nine to one on Pittsburgh. Now, on the surface, there's two things that really stand out here. A very rare occurrence where the defending conference champions are not even the division favorites the following year to a team that finished in last place, remember, last year. Now, Baltimore is not your normal last place team. Through 11 games, the Baltimore Ravens were the number one seed in the AFC and lost their last six. Lamar Jackson couldn't stay healthy. Uh, Tyler Huntley, I thought, was admirable, but in the end wasn't enough. Baltimore seems to be significantly healthier and improved on their offensive line and on the defensive side of the ball. But if you got Baltimore at a bloated number, there were over $2 numbers for a good chunk of the beginning portion of the betting season for this, you got a good number on Baltimore. But these numbers, I think, have evened out to the point where I actually think Baltimore and Cincinnati should probably both be about plus 170 in that pocket. Cleveland should be longer than they are. I think they should be much longer than 3-1. to one. But all in all, I'm not going to quibble with these numbers. Even though, again, it is so odd to see Pittsburgh all the way down at 9-1. to one. It doesn't matter that, it, as we have realized here, it doesn't matter what Mike Tomlin has. The guy goes 500 or better. Went 500 with Mason Rudolph and Duck Hodges in 2019. He made the playoffs with basically Ben Roethlisberger being done. Finished. Complete. They made the playoffs. So, I think when we question Pittsburgh, we may be doing that, uh, doing that uh, uh, not smartly, even though, again, they probably are, on paper, the worst team in the division. All right, let's go to Cincinnati, though. Let's, let's look at the betting profile for the defending AFC champion Bengals. Of course, last year, the four seed in the in the playoffs. They go uh, ten and seven in the regular season. Beat the Raiders. They beat the Titans. Despite Burrow getting sacked nine times, they beat Kansas City despite being down eighteen in that game. And then they just come up short to the Rams in the Super Bowl. Bengals win total is nine and a half. And now this is where this gets interesting here for Cincinnati. To make the playoffs, they're minus 140. To miss the playoffs, they're plus 115 at BetMGM. Win the North, as we said, plus 185. AFC Championship, 11-1. Super Bowl Championship, 20-1. Now, as we go to Cincinnati's schedule, and this is very important to Cincinnati's uh, betting profile as a whole here, almost as much as the fact that that offensive line is actually better now than it was a year ago. Because it was truly bad, and they still made the Super Bowl. Uh, they go out and get they go out and get Ted Karras to uh, to play center. They go sign Lyle Collins to play right tackle. You expect Jonah Williams to uh, be back to his full self again at left tackle. The question, of course, is on the interior, a uh, left guard especially, uh, Jay and Carmen. Question marks there. But you look at the schedule for Cincinnati, they are very much backloaded. Other than Dallas in week two and Baltimore week four, and I'll, I guess maybe if Deshaun Watson is back week eight against Cleveland, there is a real avenue for Cincinnati to get off to a ferocious start here. And really take advantage of Pittsburgh, who they destroyed both times last year, if you remember. The Jets, who infamously for Cincinnati, 
That was the Mike White game last year. That started the eliminator car the eliminator survivor carnage that basically caused us to have less than 10 winners in the survivor contest over at Circa. Miami at home is on a Thursday night. Good draw with that. New Orleans, Cincinnati's much better than the two NFC South teams at home. They'll be pretty reasonable favorites against both Atlanta and Carolina. But you look at the back end of that schedule. Road games out of the bye at Pittsburgh and Tennessee. They do get three straight home games, but they're against Kansas City, Cleveland, and Tampa, where Kansas City got swept by them technically last year when you include the playoff game. Week 17, then the playoff game at Arrowhead. Cleveland will likely, based off reports, have Deshaun Watson back if he doesn't get the whole season suspension. We still don't know what that suspension is. We've heard anywhere from the low as four to as high as indefinitely. I would lean towards it should be indefinitely, but it's a different discussion for a different time. The Bucks, And then those last three games, you know, the weird quirk with the schedules, they do get five of six at home to end the year. But would you count any of those games as easy? No. Wouldn't count any of those five or six, assuming Watson is back. If Watson isn't back and it's percent, Cincinnati should be able to handle their in-state rival in Cleveland. But then you look at the big question of, all right, we have seen this in the past. Sometimes teams that are a year have had a schedule, they go one of two directions. Either take a step back or they say, you know, all right, well, got to the Super Bowl earlier than we should. Let's just get there again. Kind of saw it with Kansas City. Where Mahomes' first year as a starter, they clearly exceeded expectations that year, got the one seed, lost in overtime in the AFC Championship game. Year two, they're in the Super Bowl. So I'm fascinated to see what direction this goes in. And you look at player props and you look at MVP numbers and you just look at the perception of Joe Burrow at this point, where Brian, I think it's pretty safe to say, especially after seeing a few different quarterback rankings. Mike Sanda put his out at the Athletic uh, earlier this week, which are helped out by people around the league. Joe Burrow is in Tier 1, according to most. It's funny because I love Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow's season at LSU, where they won their national titles, finally year in college, the 20, uh, 2019 season, is the greatest quarterback season I have ever seen in college football. Period. Should have been unanimous for the Heisman Trophy. Carried Ed Ogeron on to winning a title, for goodness sake. This culture in Cincinnati was a disaster when he got there. And in year two, they're in the Super Bowl. And also with a coach that the year without Burrow, we're thinking, oh, my God, is this guy fit to even coach a high school team as a head coach in Zach Taylor? And Burrow was the quarterback of the team that got a Zach Taylor coach team to the Super Bowl. When they weren't really ready with a mediocre to bad offensive line. And a defense that, let's, let, let's face it, Lula Amarumo did an amazing job with that defense. They played over their heads, I thought, in the postseason last year. But you look at Burroughs passing yards, 4,450 and a half, feels about right. 34 and a half passing touchdowns, maybe a little steep, but wouldn't be shocked if that's close. The guy that I would look to attack here is Jamar Chase. Because defenses, even though they knew it was the, the guy that you're going to go to in every big situation in the playoffs, didn't matter. He still made big plays every single time. I may be looking to attack Chase's 
player props. Tw- uh, 12, 1,250 and a half on Chase on the over for receiving yards. We're going to have more Bengals talk on the other side as long with the Cleveland Browns. AFC North preview continues next. The numbers game. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant, just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. A numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN, the sports betting network. The action never stops at BetMGM. So sign up now using the bonus code VSIN1000, and your first wager is risk free up to $1,000. BetMGM's state-of-the-art app offers a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, player props, daily boosted odds specials, and plenty more. So no matter your favorite sport, you'll be able to find whatever you want at the king of sportsbook. Uh, simply download the BetMGM app today and go to BetMGM.com. And again, enter this bonus code VSIN1000. That's V-S-I-N-1-0-0-0 to make your first wager risk-free up to $1,000. Eligibility restrictions apply. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. You must be 21 or older to place a wager. New customer offer only and all promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER. This offer is not available in Nevada, nor in New York. We don't, get, we don't get the fun here in this state, unfortunately. It's a great offer. Sometimes when you're the adult, you have to be a little bit more responsible. I'm not even going to touch that one. <laughs> that other voice you hear is Brian Ortega. I'm Jeff Parles. Happy to be with you on uh, on a Tuesday morning. Oh, by the way, uh, Brian, uh, I-, I mentioned Missouri earlier in the day because uh, was I had I, one of my one of my best friends from college got married over the weekend. Congratulations uh, to Andy and Katie. By the way, uh, the, the the new Humphreys uh, now. Uh, and Chris Hartman tweeted at me this morning, and I didn't realize this. St. Louis has had nine inches of rain since midnight. Since midnight, which, by the way, just did a quick little research with all the people that I follow still in St. Louis on Twitter. That has shattered the daily record for the amount of rain in St. Louis. It's only 946 there in St. Louis right now. So uh, hopefully uh, flash flooding, everyone's okay uh, in St. Louis. But that is a lot of rain in a very short period of time. Uh, for the gateway to our neck of the woods, gateway to the west, as we know there 
in St. Louis. All right, uh, Brian. I just want to put a bow on this real quick because you had a question for me during the break. And this doesn't necessarily have to do with the player prop markets we showed you, but there are markets for leading receiver this year, receptions or receiving yards. And you had a question uh, involving Jamar Chase. Yeah, definitely. So um, I was just like looking at it and thinking just the eyeball test. Who has a better season? Jamar, mm-hmm. uh, we'll go with receiving yards. Sure. Jamar Chase or Devontae Adams? So we'll get the Raiders on Thursday. I will just say this, and if you saw 32 teams and 32 shows on primetime action when we did the Raiders, I'm pretty high on the Raiders. I think the Raiders actually have a shot to be really good yet again. I know there are some people that say, oh, they were lucky last year. Well, you know what? They were lucky they were a playoff team, and the roster's a lot better than it was a year ago. If I were to if I were to do a head-to-head with more more receiving yards this year between Chase and Adams, and I'm sure someone will offer this at some point. If I'm just going off DraftKings numbers because they have every player up right now, Devontae Adams is 1,200 and a half, and Jamar Chase is 1,250 and a half. Like you see, I saw on your screen. So by that, Jamar Chase should be favored, obviously, probably minus 130-ish. I would, if I'm getting a plus number on Devontae Adams and that, I would bet Devontae Adams. That's all I would say. Now, the big thing I will say, Jamar Chase could very easily move to Cooper Cup level. It would not shock me. Now, that is a ton to ask because Cooper Cup. If you're going to ask someone to break the all-time receiving record, which is just shy of 2,000 yards, uh, I want to say 1,965 would be what you need. It's either 1965 or 1975. I don't remember uh, off the top of my head. Cup would be the guy that I would say that could do that. But Jamar Chase, if we saw what we saw from him down the stretch last year and that continues, Jamar Chase could push 1,500, 1,600 pretty easily and be the guy that ends up leading the NFL in receiving yards uh, this year. Uh, Looking at, looking at receiving, to receiving yard, most receiving yards at DraftKings right now for the year. Chase is 10 to one. Devontae Adams is 12 to one. Jefferson is eight to one. There's actually shorter than Cooper cup right now at nine to one. So there you go on that one. By the way, Cincinnati, I have making the playoffs yet again, but I don't have them winning the division. We'll tell you who I have winning the division a little bit later in the program, to the other Ohio team, which is on paper because of the Deshaun Watson off-the-field incidents. They are by far the hardest team for me to have any grasp going in to this season. Most books flat out just don't have numbers on the Cleveland Browns because we don't know how long Deshaun Watson is going to be suspended. Now, we know Deshaun Watson is going to be suspended in some fashion. Uh, right now, the the uh, the arbitration in front of a judge, we're waiting, waiting, uh, waiting on former Judge Robinson to figure out what Cleveland or Cleveland's quarterback, Deshaun Watson, how long his suspension would be. Could be four, could be eight, could be indefinite. It'll be very interesting to see what happens. And that decision you would anticipate will come sooner rather than later. Could very easily come during this show. 
The only odds that are up at BetMGM are, as you see on your screen if you're watching us at VEASAN.com, Cleveland to win the North at 3-1. to one. Now, Cleveland was shorter than that not uh, about a month ago. I don't understand why anyone would have bet Cleveland because you had to assume Watson was going to be out for at least half a season. AFC, they're 16-1, Super Bowl 30-1. to one. I do not know how you bet any of this, period. I don't know how you bet any of this. Right now, the only book that has numbers up is Circa, period. Circa has a flat 8.5 on a win total, an alt under of 7.5, minus 215 over, plus 185 under, and an alt over 9.5, plus 195 over 9.5, minus 225 under. Now, last year, Brian, I had Cleveland in the Super Bowl going into the year. I actually had Cleveland winning the Super Bowl last year going in. I thought what we saw in 2020 was real. I thought Baker Mayfield had turned the corner. I was very wrong. Now, I think injury played a role in how bad Mayfield was, but they would, this was the big, one of the bigger underachievers, period, a year ago, the Cleveland Browns. Eight and nine a year ago. Now, assuming Deshaun Watson is suspended, given the largest guaranteed contract, all guaranteed in history of the league until Kyler Murray beat him by $500,000 a few, a few days ago. Cleveland will have Jacoby Brissett more than likely starting these first however many games that Watson is suspended. And you look at their schedule real quick. They're scheduled through the first eight weeks, especially the first four. It is hard to find a softer four-game stretch than that in the entire AFC North, period, this year. At Carolina, open week one now. That game is a little bit of a different type of juice now with Baker now in Charlotte. Cleveland and Carolina, that, that's good. I think that's going to close Carolina being favored, by the way, when Brissett is the starter and Mayfield starting for Carolina. Now, I don't necessarily think that's right, but I think that's where we're heading here. Week two to play the Jets. Game that Cleveland will likely be favored in, regardless of who quarterback, who's quarterbacking. Pittsburgh week three. Who knows? We have to see who's even playing quarterback for Pittsburgh on top of who's playing quarterback for Cleveland at that point. At Atlanta week four, I don't care if Brian Ortega is playing quarterback for the Cleveland Browns. He'll be favored on the road in that game against Atlanta. And then the next four-game stretch before to buy a little, uh, even though it's three home games, it's more difficult. Chargers, Patriots at the Ravens, and Cincinnati. Well, let's say Deshaun Watson is suspended for eight games and comes back after that week nine bye. Miami and Buffalo right out of the shoot on the road. You get Tampa mixed in. You get Baltimore mixed in. You get at Cincinnati mixed in. But then you have four games that are pretty winnable mixed in there with Houston on the road. Boy, that would be some reunion if Watson's actually available in that game. New Orleans, who, who knows what they look like at the end of the year. The Commanders and the Steelers on the road the last two weeks. Looking at the improvements this offseason, Amari Cooper's now there. They traded a later draft pick to get Cooper's big contract. Amari Cooper's just a player, man. And he's an improvement over Jarvis Landry, who lent to the Saints. So, I don't. I think that's a pretty good upgrade, actually, as a number one wide receiver. We'll have to see what, the, what happens after that, because there's a lot of unknown. Do we think Donovan Peoples-Jones is a number two wide receiver yet? Maybe not. Will we see Anthony Schwartz move up the depth chart? Maybe. Year two out of Auburn. 
David Bell out of Purdue, currently on the pup list to begin preseason. And, of course, we know they have the great running back situation. That is the one thing with Cleveland. They still have a really good offensive line, and they have the best one-two running back combination in the league in Chubb and Kareem Hunt. They could end up exceeding my expectations because of those running backs. Jason Weingarten on baseball coming your way next here on a numbers game. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah, and some waves so we could go surfing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> ah, love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, can a girl go shopping? Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.